I find it really attractive when a guy has a plan. There's nothing more unattractive when a guy's like, I don't know. What do you want to do? What do you want to eat? I don't know. That's me a lot I don't of the know. time. R-O-T-N. Let, Let me present to you. you the Rotten Podcast. The Rotten Podcast. How do you want me to say it? Rotten. All right, guys. Good morning. Welcome back to the Rotten Podcast. We're on episode 31, baby. We are back. And we are better than ever. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. So good. Literally this last week for Matt and I have been actually insane i don't think i've ever worked out more in my entire life we had such a good time so we were in breckenridge at my friend sammy's house who she was just on the podcast Mm -hmm. and uh, her family owns a really nice property up there Mm -hmm. and we did nothing but exercise and do excursions oh my god yes take full advantage of the beautiful colorado weather honestly i felt pressure to work out all the time it was like every single day was like wake up 8 a.m we're gonna go biking for four hours and then we're gonna go home eat lunch then we're gonna go on a hike for another three hours and i'm like oh shit like I am not conditioned enough. It felt like boot camp. There was like a nickname that Matt and I had, which was Byron's boot camp because Sammy's dad, his name is Byron, is like the super outdoorsy, loves to work out type of guy. And he was like, "Mm -mm -mm -mm. you better wake up at 830. We're leaving without you. And mind you, I don't I don't wake up normally to like 1030. Yeah, I was was really proud of you. I was was not sure how you were going to do, but he's a 65 year old guy Mm -hmm. and there's like this pressure because if he's doing these workouts and these things, it's like, how are you not going to do it? And he loves to take advantage of it. So the first day we went mountain biking, which was pretty intense. I got beat up. Um, My hands are freaking raw. I skinned my fingers and my elbows and I have bruises all over. You did so well though. Thank I you. was so impressed because like you don't work out and going in those crazy <laughs> incline in pushing your body that way. I wasn't sure how you'd respond. And then the next day, our second day, we did a 28 mile bike ride. So we rode 14 miles up Vail Pass, mm-hmm. which was two hours of just pure incline insane biking and uh you made it you did, did it you got all the way to the top you almost gave up on the last stretch you're like i'll just wait here and i'm like no you gotta finish no like it. the last 20 minutes of the uphill 14 mile battle is so intense i'm just i'm confused how anyone else did it i'm like this is so freaking hard but um i had a lot of motivation one was byron who i knew would be very disappointed in me and let me tell you one thing that can pressure me to do something is disappointment. I'm yeah. such a people pleaser uh-huh. that I was like, I can't have Byron be mad at me. 
not that he would, but I think he would be a little sad or disappointed being like, she's not coming on another trip again. (laughs) But also Matt had brought his ex-girlfriend to the same trip like seven years back. And I knew I was like, I just have to do like better than her. Like, I don't, I just, I need to do a little bit better. Not a lot better, just like a little bit better. Um, So she was a lot of motivation as well. And no, no, like no bad or hard feelings for her. I just like, I had to like prove myself that I could do it a little bit more. So you definitely did. (laughs) I mean, biking up Vail Pass, I've never done that. That was an insane workout. That was insane. I mean, two hours. Were you struggling too, or were you only stopping because of me? Well, I was stopping because of you. I wasn't just going to leave you far behind. Mm -hmm. And so I definitely like lost a lot of momentum, but I cared about you. I didn't want you to like be far behind or not know where you were. I was concerned about you. God forbid you fell over or something. Honestly, if it wasn't for you stopping, if I hadn't seen you in little like check marks, right? To me mentally, it was like, okay, Matt is taking a rest. And I knew you were waiting for me, but in my head, I was like, oh, Matt's taking a rest. Okay, I feel good. I can do it. I can make it to him because he's only like 15 yards away or he's only a hundred yards away. And so like, if you hadn't stopped, I probably would have given up and just waited for you guys downhill. Nope. <laughs> and that was also part of it. I'm like, I got to force her to do this. I got to <laughs> make sure she's not giving up. <laughs> Look at my arms, guys. I'm like flexing right now. Look, you need to feel them because they are so strong. Just from like a few days of exercise. Just a few days of exercise. I mean, I'm actually disgusted at. Oh, stop it. Just kidding. I'm not disgusted. But they are, they are freakishly, my right hand is freakishly strong. I will say I now understand the hype of mountain biking. It's so fun. It's so fun, especially downhill. And you're going through twists and turns and you think you're about to die, but then you make it through and you're like, how the hell did I make it through? I don't know. Maybe you're going over these rocks. You're going over these like giant logs. You Stuff you would never think you could ride over on a bicycle. Yeah, so it's such a abnormal thing to do if you're not used to it. So it's definitely taxing on your body. And more than anything, you just don't know if you're going to fall sometimes. So it's you have to focus so much, which is fun about it. You're kind of maneuvering, going over these things, finding the right path to go down. And it requires so much focus and presence. And that's why I love it so much. So on the third day, we did a hike. It's the Mohawk Lakes hike in Breckenridge. And if anyone's out there, I highly recommend it. It's absolutely beautiful. And especially this time of year, they got so much snow. I'm so jealous you guys got to see mountain goats and I didn't. I'm so freaking mad at myself. Um, But yeah, so you hike up to these different lakes. If you go through all of them, I think there's six of them. We stopped at the second one. I was so determined because Byron thought it was insane for anyone to go in the water. And I'm like, I'm going to do this because I've been doing cold plunges for a while. And I felt like I had been gearing up for this. So when we got to the second lake yeah i'm like i am going in there i don't care if anyone else is and that was what my mind was set on and i got in that water and 90 percent of the lake was covered in snow and ice and um i did it it felt freaking amazing i was the first one to do it sammy did it after me and a couple others jumped in that was definitely one of the highlights of my trip for sure it was Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline just getting in that water. And then on the way down, we saw mountain goats, which was 
adorable. I'm mad you guys didn't get closer to them. We couldn't. There was like a... Because you guys walk. are talking a big game. You're like, if we're going to see mountain goats, we're going to take pictures of the mountain <laughs> goats and we're going to take selfies and we're going to call it two goats, one pick or one goat, <laughs> one wild animal. Like, so funny. Which yeah. are hilarious. Literally the funniest captions. And I was like, you guys saw the fucking mountain goats and you guys didn't go up to the mountain goat. There was like a big gap between us, like a waterfall. So we couldn't really get to mm. that side of them. I would have hopped over. We were also like on the way back from the hike and we yeah. were pretty tired. So then when we got back from the hike, Byron was like, let's go mountain biking. So I was like, fuck it, let's send it. So did the second workout of the day directly after. And that was such a tough exercise. And it's so the Blair much Witch Trail. Yeah, the Blair Witch Trail. Which is the trail where Blair Witch the movie took place in. So Very cool. And I was, when I went on that mountain bike, because you didn't go because you were still working, I pushed my body so hard because it was like, the first time that I had been on a bike where I wasn't with you and I didn't have to worry about you. Okay. So I'm like, I'm going to exert as much effort as I possibly can to kind of test my body. Cause before I'd, you know, watch you stay back, make sure you're safe. But this time I was like, all right, she's not here. I'm just going to go so hard. <laughs> so how'd you do compared to the other guys? <laughs> I did great. Yeah. I was like leading the whole way pretty much. Really? Yeah. Oh damn. I'm, I'm really slowing you down. The hardest part was biking up the driveway. Yeah. Which Byron thought was impossible until a few years ago because it's so long and it's so steep. Yeah. And to do a whole mountain biking ride and then finish with that intensity I mean, it was insane, and I pushed my body so hard. Yeah, it was. It was. The Were you first again? Yeah, I was. I was like, I'm not going. You, I'm not stopping. You'll have to kill me. Also, you're so competitive that I'm like, I bet you're like, if I don't do this and everyone else is, I'm gonna feel shitty. Absolutely. So I got done with the driveway with like three to four minutes before anyone else. <laughs> Yeah. They're like, oh shit, Matt's really been slowing down for a day. <laughs> but I had some of that, like, it was more just, it's all mental. Yeah. And even when we were going on some of the exercises, they were like, I can't do it. And I'm looking at you, I'm like, you're not even struggling that hard. Like, I was even <clears throat> sweating. I know, you don't like sweat. So I'm like, of course you can. And it's all like working out and so much of that stuff is really in your mind because your mind breaks before your body yeah. and humans are it's capable of so like, true. and we're watching game of Thrones again and they're doing all these long excursions. So yeah. I kept telling myself like, okay, back in the day, these people had to walk and go on these crazy journeys just to get to new cities and towns. And I'm like, human beings are mo far capable of exerting so much more energy than. Yeah. But th that's only if there's like the pressure too. Right. But I don't, I don't need to work out. This is like, a leisurely vacation for me and yeah. I'm doing this. I feel like it's a mindset where with exercising and stuff, and I know you don't do that, so it's new to you, mm -hmm. but there's that mental game that you play where the more you punish your body and suffer, the better you feel. It's just like the cold plunge, yeah. the sauna, these hard exercises you do. You feel so good when you like pass that point and you feel like you want to give up, but you don't. I guess for me... I have that mindset when it comes to like different things, like mm -hmm. biking uphill two hours. I did it and I'm glad I did, but I definitely feel like I have more mental conditioning when it comes to like horseback riding because I've fallen off a million times. Mm -hmm. And Kelly always tells me this. She's like, you're a trooper. Like every single, like you're my best client when it comes to falling because 
the second you fall, you just get back up and you're like, I want to go again. Yeah. And that's very much like me. Like, I'm just like, I want to prove I can do it. I want to prove I can do it. But when it comes to mountain biking, I was like, I don't want to actually do this. It was either Daniel or Matt, one of Sammy's boyfriend's friends who were with us on the trip. Yeah. They were just like, I can't believe Tiffany's been bucked off a horse seven times and keeps riding. <laughs> really? Yeah. It yeah. was just like out of nowhere. And I'm like, yeah, I guess that's pretty impressive. Like to fall off. And then still get back up. Like, that's scary. Yeah. So, yeah, you definitely have a strong uh, mental. You have good willpower for certain things. Bad willpower for other things. For I think other that's things, normal. Yeah. I mean, like, for me, I feel like my prime during this four-day trip was ATVing. Mm-hmm. I was, like, ahead of the pack. I was trying to, like, get ahead of people. I was like, people, hurry the fuck up. Um, and I wanted to go up the snow and everything. But the environment was like, no. I almost literally gave someone a heart attack on our ATVs because... Uh, we were going downhill so like we had like maybe trekked two hours uphill on our atvs and at this point we were going downhill i didn't realize i had my throttle in the wrong gear i was in high gear instead of low going downhill which is not what you're supposed to be doing you're supposed to be on the lowest and i was like sending it through these hills and i wasn't even trying i was like why am i just like full-on sending it and so one of these hills while we're going downhill i kind of like whiplash a little bit and my helmet was too big i hadn't tightened it i didn't really think i needed it so i didn't even like buckle it or anything and it fell down and i couldn't see but i was trying to like ride with one hand and like lift my helmet up and we're all on a line right because we're all following a trail together and we're all going pretty fast but I started slowing down and I like maneuvered myself to the right so that I would get out of the guy's way behind me but he didn't know I was trying to slow down and like fix my helmet so he followed me and he almost hit me and all all I hear is like and I'm like holy shit I can't even see I'm like lifting up my helmet I'm like oh my god he almost hit me and I can just see his face he's so pale it was Matt the other mat there's two mats on this trip he was freaking pale as a ghost and i could just see he was like <laughs> and I, I i literally felt so bad i was like oh my god i almost killed this guy i almost killed this guy and so then i took it really slow until i until it was like really smooth and i was like going 60 miles an hour downhill but so that fun. was really fun that was amazing i realize when it comes to physical labor it sucks but when it comes to i have a motor vehicle underneath my two legs Vroom, vroom. like i'm just like <laughs> ready to send it <laughs> so funny little speed demon i'm a speed demon but that was a super fun trip i can't wait to go again um hopefully we're invited again but i really liked the entire crew definitely yeah. one of the v- best vacations by far i've been on yeah. just so jam-packed with activities which is fun one of the things that we did too that we didn't talk about was shooting guns oh yeah Yeah. i won the freaking raffle weirdly okay so there was a raffle to like shoot the big daddy which is the most powerful handgun in production in the world and i just remember she was putting her names down i was like i'm gonna win i even said that i was like i know i'm gonna win and then sammy also said i want tiffany or my boyfriend to win which was funny i was like oh (laughs) and then she pulled out the hat and then she pulled she pulled the names out of the hat and then pulled out my name and i was like I just knew it. I don't know why. I just knew it. Your face after you shot that gun was insane. You're like, you immediately were like, because your body like moved back almost yeah. like two feet. It's so What's that powerful. called? The kickback? Yeah, the kickback was massive. That was crazy. And he, like, I think Byron made me even more nervous because he kept talking. Like, I didn't even know what I was doing. I didn't know that's the gun I was going to like shoot. Mm-hmm. I thought he was just teaching me how to shoot a gun. But then he kept saying, be careful. It's so powerful. Because I almost wish he didn't tell me that because I would have had less of a like, uh, I would have been like, oh, that was nice. That mm-hmm. was very strong. But instead he kept being like, 
it's gonna be scary. There's a lot of kickback. It's so powerful. I'm like, you're making well, you, me nervous. Well, yeah, you're like a 95 pound little girl holding the most powerful handgun ever yeah. in production. And if you didn't get that warning, maybe you weren't gonna, you know, it could have kicked back or like the gun could have hit you in the head or who knows what could have happened. So yeah. it was important, I guess, to take that extra safety precaution. Yeah. I, yeah, you're right. You're right. And then afterwards we went skeet shooting and I'm really, really happy I got one. Just yeah. one out of like 12. Yeah. You did it really well too. You got like four I did, or five. Okay. The first time I only hit one out of like four. Mm -hmm. And then the second round I got like three out of six maybe. Yeah. So I think the worst pressure was that the first guy who was trying got almost every single yeah. one only he missed went, like, one seven for eight slowly like, after oh that God. it was like all of us got worse and yeah. worse and i was Literally. dead last and i didn't get any till like my 15th <laughs> shot or 12th yeah. shot it was so fun anyways okay so i watched this tiktok where it was called non-sexual things i'm attracted to by the other gender okay actually i only watched this tiktok after i was randomly thinking i found your veins really hot and i was like that is so weird. Am I the only girl in the world that thinks veins on forearms are hot? So then I looked up non-sexual things girls are attracted to in guys. And I was like, wait a second, I'm attra randomly attracted to so many things that are non-sexual. So I thought it'd be funny if we shared a list of- Well, I feel like veins are partly sexual. Really? I mean, it's like blood. It's like, you know, vein on like a dick. Like, <laughs> Have I don't you know. been attracted to my veins? No, but maybe for men, it's like, the more veins, it's oh, like the like more it, defined they are. It's more like telling of maybe something about like their blood flow, you, which you is think like, it's like related a, to their fucking penis. Are you saying it's an evolutionary thing? Like maybe like I don't even think about it. It's just like veins, blood. Yeah, because if someone's veins are showing, that means that they're like exercising. They're defined. I don't know. I would find that partly sexual, I guess. Doesn't seem non-sexual. Well, though, it's I guess not. I'm saying. Okay. Well, it's I a good still way made to a start. list. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you have a list? Yeah, in my head. The first thing I'll say that I find attractive in women that's non-sexual would be being a good dresser. Ah, okay, that is non-sexual. Because when I'm breaking it down, it's more of like, okay, if I see someone from a glance, what's the first thing that I notice about them that isn't sexual that would attract me to them? And that would be their style. I would say that's very like over, like that's very normal. Mm -hmm. I would say, what's your favorite style on a girl? I don't think I have a specific style that I find attractive. I think it's more of how well does that style work for them? Because not everyone looks good in... Or is it the swag? It's like the confidence. It's the swag. It's the confidence. Like if you can rock a really good like <clears throat> athleisure fit and it looks good on you, I find that hot. Or if you look good, like I like, I find it so attractive when you wear all those like dresses and stuff. Mm -hmm especially for the podcast. So I think it really depends. Like I'm not attracted to a specific style. I think yeah. it's how you wear your clothing. Yeah. And that goes into the next thing for me, which is like how you carry yourself in your confidence. Starting okay. Out. So I find it very attractive when a guy can parallel park. <sighs> and I don't know what it's from. I think it's because I can personally parallel park. So I'm like, if a guy can't parallel park, I just find it so unattractive. But a good parallel parker, which Matt, you are a very good parallel parker. I'm just like, yes. they understand that it's math. It's really math. It's a pattern. Once you finally learn how to do it, it's so easy to do it again and again and again and again. So that's what I find attractive when guys. So off of that note, I find it, this was something I was going to say. I find it really attractive when women are good drivers, like very confident drivers mm -hmm. like you. 
you're very confident because I find it really unattractive when women or people in general aren't comfortable behind the wheel or they don't know where they're going or they're they're not assertive on the road. Yeah. But I feel like it's so attractive when a girl is just like really taking control, knowing where to park, doesn't really need help, just knows how to maneuver. But also for me, it's down from I have been illegally driving since I was 14. Um, I should not have been. But when I was, oh, sorry, 15 before I even had my permit. Because I think in California, when you're 15 and a half, you get your permit. When I turned 15, one of my family members owns a driving school. Mm. <laughs> and so they taught me how to drive. I didn't know that. My uncle owns a driving school. And he taught me how to drive. My parents got me a car. And they were like, we're done taking you to school. Drive yourself. And I remember I was driving at 15 illegally, just to school and back, nothing else. I wasn't allowed to do anything else, but still. That's pretty crazy. They, Your parents let you take the car. Because my dad taught me how to drive when I was 14. Yeah. But I didn't, well, I actually took the car out a bunch when he wasn't home. I did like take my friends yeah. and we'd like hop in our big Yukon XL and like go to Walgreens, go somewhere that's like <laughs> 10, 15 minutes away. I will say though, um, for me though, they let me take the car out because it was not an expensive car. It was a cheap 1976 Chevy manual car. So I learned how to drive on a manual. And I remember when I took my driver's license test when I turned 16, the guy was like, you're the only girl I've ever had that drove a manual. And then he was like giving me pointers on how to drive my manual better. He wanted me to ride off on the brake. And I was like, that's so dumb. You're going to wear out your brakes. I remember being like 16, thinking I knew everything. And I was like, Classic. I'd rather put it in neutral and then brake. But you mm -hmm. can't just like ride Keep, it in yeah. brake. Or yeah, it was really weird what he wanted me to do. I was like, no, that's going to wear out my transmission. I can't afford a new one, so I'm going to do what mm -hmm. I'm doing. Okay, next one. For me? Oh, mm -hmm. you said you said good parker. Okay. No, I said good driver. Good driver. Assertive, confident yeah. driver. I'm getting into really specifics. This is another driving one. When you drive with one hand. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it when you're holding my hand. Sometimes you grip the wheel. I like it better when you have your... Like this? No, 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 no. That's like too cocky. and No. It's when you hold my hand and you drive like this. Like window, you know, like you drive washing. with your, you drive with your, and sometimes you'll do it with just like your right hand or I don't, maybe you don't do it. I just have seen guys doing it. It's like they drive with just um, their palm of their hand. They don't grip at the steering wheel and they like put pressure and just drive like this. That's so funny. <laughs> it's so weird, especially when they're doing turns and like, it's like, I don't know. It's so weird. But let me know if I'm like the only girl in the whole wide world that thinks this guys, because I find it hot when you you press your palm to the wheel and just drive. Interesting. So maybe you'll do it today. <laughs> maybe. Your turn. So I find it really attractive when women have a very strong taste in music or like. Not me. Like, <laughs> like not like hip hop too much, but like more of like what's like know what's going on in culture yeah. for music. Nope. Whether it be hip hop or like Frank Ocean or, the you know, when someone's like dropping an album or artists that are like when a girl shows me new music, that's fire. I yeah. find that attractive. Uh, like good taste in music. Yeah. Nope. That's not me. Sorry, guys. That's so not me. I'm like, you know what my fucking favorite artists are? Madison Beer, Selena Gomez. I'm trying to think who else. 
I do listen to Frank Ocean more because of you, Russ, because of you. I'm like, I would say the majority of people I listen to because of you. But I will say when I was in fucking high school, middle school, I was the kid that knew all the good songs. Mm -hmm. Like I would be making the mixtapes for prom. Like I'd be asked to make the mixtapes and I just became, become so uninterested in it when I got into college. I just listened to a lot of EDM and then know nothing that's going on in pop culture. Okay. What I find really attractive in a guy is when they can catch. Catch like a ball? Yeah. Catch anything. It is so embarrassing to see a guy get thrown something and then he doesn't get it. Yeah. And so when, when you're playing football and you don't catch it, I'm like, you catch it like 99% of the time. But the one time you don't, I'm like, negative a point. <laughs> Minus one way. point. Um, okay. So I realized this. I watched this TikTok video of Harry Styles catching stuff on stage. Apparently his fans love to throw him stuff. And he's so smooth at it. He's just like, he's like singing, singing, singing. Someone throws it. Singing, singing, singing. He doesn't even look. He just like, no, he's like, he's literally just walking and he's not even looking and he knows something's getting flown into his face and he just catches it without even trying. So good hand-eye coordination. Yes. Can I show you this video? Cause then maybe you'll understand as well. I saved it just so that I can show it to you because it is insane. Wow. He's so swaggy with it. Isn't he? Wow. And I'm like, wow, I just got the hot He's like for doing Harry it style. mid spin, mid like, that's amazing. See, now I'm not crazy right now. You understand why I was like. Yeah, I could see that because I find it like a bad look when a guy has poor hand-eye coordination. (laughs) It's like you didn't play sports or you didn't spend enough time like practicing with your friends or your dad. And so I think it is a very important thing to learn early. What about all the people that don't have dads and live with a single mother? There's so many professional athletes that end up without, I think. Well, you just said like. You didn't spend enough time with your dad. That's kind of. I don't think it's always like that, but I do think that I've learned as I've grown older that my dad spent so much time with us as kids, like playing catch, learning how to play baseball, learning how to throw a football, being the coach that I can tell when kids haven't had their parents spend a lot of time with them playing sports. Mm, It's kind of sad, but yeah. Instead, I was doing math with them. It's your turn. I find it very attractive when women are able to build things. Ah, because I can. Yeah, I find it very hot (laughs) when you build things and just, you don't need my help and you'll just like set up a cabinet or hang something. I find that super attractive because I find it so unattractive when women seem helpless. Yeah. I guess that's like something that's like very unattractive to me in general. Like I can't do it. I don't know what to do. Huh. I'll take the W because I know I can build, but I wonder when that stems from. Cause I feel like a lot of girls, I wouldn't say a lot of girls are helpless, but like the idea is that a lot of girls are helpless and that's kind of what guys love about them is like yeah. helping them. So like, you're like, you're completely the opposite. I think you're it's like, like cute and sexy and flirty. If it's like, oh, I can't do it, but like show like, me like oh, throwing I don't know sp- how to play ping pong. Yeah, like that's cute. Like I wouldn't find it attractive if a girl came out and was like a badass <laughs> ping pong player by any means. <laughs> Or it's like, yeah, let me like help you like bowl. And like, I'm Mm -hmm. like showing you like, that's cute. But when it comes to like problem solving, Mm -hmm. I think it just comes down to problem solving. Yeah. When we started dating and I saw how Mm -hmm. like handy you were, it was something that really stuck out to me. I'll take it. What I find really attractive is when a guy grabs a girl by her waist and moves her out of the way. Mm. Like you're at a party and it's someone like you, you have like a flirty, flirtatious connection with. Don't do this to someone that you don't know in public, okay? But if you know them and you kind of are like trying to get through them in a crowd or you're trying to get through them to the kitchen, like 
whatever you're passing through and you just guide me with your arms by my waist and you kind of like move me. It's so hot. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not sexual. You're not trying to be sexual. You're just trying to move me around and get me out of your way. But I'm like, that little like physical touch. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's really attractive when women are very confident in their friendships more specifically i find it really attractive when women are like the same around their their friends yeah because i find it so unattractive when women kind of like change their personality or anyone in general but i feel like it's really hot when a girl is super confident and is like the same person especially the way that they treat their significant other around their friends is that me because i feel like most of the time. You say that. I don't. Most of the time. <laughs> when they can grow a full beard. <laughs> I find it really attractive when a guy can grow a full beard. And there's no, like, spots in it. But also, I don't like... I hated it when you had a full-ass Drake beard. I was like, can you please get rid of that? I know you can grow a full beard. You don't need to show me. But, like, a little stubble of a full beard is hot. Yeah, you like day three. You're always like... you're. Facial hair looks so good. When do you last shave? And I'm like, three days ago, you're like, okay, this is the length I like. Why can't you just do it with the razor or like the trimmer? Like keep it at that length? Yeah, I don't it get never, it. It never like turns out the same. It's like really hard to get it like perfectly even. That even when I do it, and I notice this on guys, they won't spend enough time doing it where you can see their mustache will look like thicker up here where there's like certain spots that wasn't fully taken off because it takes so, so you want to take yours off fully because it grows it, it just looks nicer mm. but i'm gonna try experimenting more with that for sure because i know you like it i do like it on yeah. day three day what three. is this day one or two i know it's not day three yet this is day so three. this is day three yeah but so you just wait for the it grows like, out throughout the day yeah i was gonna say i don't think this is day three yet wow she don't like my facial hair today <laughs> i think what it is is that when your beard is a little bit darker than normal it just makes your face con- like there's like a lot of contrast in your face which i find really good looking okay next one i find it really attractive when girls like play with their man's like hair or give them like so you like to watch other girls doing it no i'm saying i find it attractive when a girl is doing that to me who is doing this to you, you other than me? You or girls I've dated in the past <laughs> or been with. Okay, I can see that. It's just like a hot, I don't know. It's kind of like, yeah, you're my man. Like, let me give you a little rub. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, I can see that. I'll make sure to do it more often then. Okay, I find it really attractive when a guy has a plan. There's nothing more unattractive when a guy's like, I don't know. What do you want to do? What do you want to eat? I don't know. That's me a lot I don't of the know. Times. Yeah, I fucking hate it. Whoa. But then when you have plans, like when you're for the engagement and you're like, all right, we're doing this, this, this. I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Right or um, I think it was um, when we went to Skrillex and you had made plans with all of our friends in Denver and you, I didn't know a thing. And I was just following along like a little bird, just like my mother hen. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what's going on, but I'm just going to follow you. And it's it's like it's really hot, especially if you like made plans for the airport and you're like, okay, I already booked the Uber. This is the confirmation code. I already checked us in, and this is what kind of what you did on this trip. Like, you kind of like did everything for us. Um, I'm like, yeah. I just like to be a little passenger princess on the airplane and the passenger princess princess in the car. I don't want to know what's going on. I just want to follow you to wherever we're going. It's like once in a blue moon. So I love it when you do it. <laughs> so I need to make more plans. 
Gotcha. They don't have to be big plans. Just like, hey, this is the time. This is the da da da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so hot. So hot. So hot. And it's God. not. It's not sexual at all. But let me tell you, if there is something that can just make me nice and horny, would be that. <laughs> like a plan. Wow, <laughs> a plan. <laughs> I'm trying to think of ones that aren't like so related to you because most of them are. Like things that I find attractive in you. I'll, so I'll hear like, it. I'm not mad about this. I find it really attractive when a woman is down to just do whatever. One of the things that I find so attractive in you is just being down to go do anything mm -hmm. or try something. And when we first started dating and we went on that trip to Canada and you were so down to like, you know, I'll never forget that moment where we were like fishing and you were down to like grab the fish and like unhook it and just kind of get your hands dirty mm -hmm. and just be down to like push yourself and get out of your comfort zone. I find that so hot. I love when girls are down to get out of their comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a great one. I'm trying to think. Do I push myself? I, mean, I guess this weekend I did. But like at the yeah. same time, you kind of had to like guide me. You're probably so annoyed yeah. at me being like, no, Tiffany, you can do it. I know how you are with physical exercise. <laughs> I still did it. I'm proud yeah. of, I was proud of myself. I, I don't care so if anyone else is. I was proud of myself. I was so proud of you. I think everyone was really proud of you. Oh, really? I think everyone on the trip was like, wow, we're like, can't believe Tiffany did that. <laughs> I know Byron was like, how does, how does an 80 pound girl do this? I'm like, Byron, what are you talking about? I'm like, 100 pounds. He's like, no way. I'm like, he literally, he's so funny. He's like an old 65 year old man young 65 year old man and he's like let me weigh you and like physically grabbed me by my arm and was like all right weigh yourself and it <laughs> said was so it was like 99 pounds and you were was, wearing like full clothes and it was like middle of the day because i'm 99 yeah. pounds and he was like wow i really thought you were 80 pounds i was like byron you're like so off like that's so like i'd be dead if i was 80 pounds like don't make me do physical activity because i should not be wasting calories at 80 pounds but should i do one last one yeah yeah okay god i don't know if this is sexual i don't think so but i love it when a guy that i'm dating you cannot not be dating me doing this to me when a guy i'm dating goes in for a hug and then kind of picks me up a few inches off the floor i love it i feel like i'm so light <laughs> i'm like do so i do cute. that yeah sometimes not that often. No. However, I carry your ass to bed. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. Does that fall in the same <laughs> bucket or that's different? Just getting it's carried. Like, Hi, how are you? Just like, getting carried, I guess, would be like. Is it more of like a greeting, like, come here? I guess getting, no, I think it's more of a just getting picked up, just knowing that a man is strong enough to pick you up. And I know for me, it's like, you know, most men can pick me up, I'd yeah. say. I'd hope. Um, you know, I mean, not Tyrion Lannister, <laughs> 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 which, by the way, we're watching Game of Thrones again. And there are so many parts I just completely forgot about, even though this is our third time running it. There's so many details in that show. So it's many crazy. details. Um, but I think it's the act of knowing that a guy is strong enough. So either like picking me up on their shoulders on a, which I will say I'm probably like the worst girl to put on your shoulders because I'm actually weirdly scared of heights, um, even though I ride horses. I had no idea. Taller. Yeah. I'm scared of heights, but I don't like to be scared of anything. So I just like push it down, 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 deep into my soul and then pretend I'm fine. But I think you did see, cause I, every time I've been on your shoulder, you're like, why are you so stiff? Like, come on, do something. And I'm like, I'm just praying to God. I'm not going to fall off this fucking shoulder. <laughs> That's hilarious. Wow. I didn't even realize that, yeah. that you're afraid of heights. Only when I'm on your, like sitting on your shoulders. If I'm like, just like, you know, on your back, that's nothing. That's like two feet off the floor, mm -hmm. three max. But no, I can't be on someone's shoulders. But I like to do it. Um, I like to put myself in situations where I'm very uncomfortable. Kind of why I was I did gymnastics because I was scared of heights. 
And like the balance beam was so scary to me, but I had to do it. In mm. gym, they had the rope that you can climb as one of the things. And I was always terrified of that. Really? Well, first of all, I was a fat kid, so I couldn't really <laughs> climb up the rope. But I was like, how are they doing that? It, like, the rope went all the way to the top of the like the gym. Yeah. Which is so crazy. So I am scared of heights as well. Like I'll watch videos and my hands will start getting sweaty, like a little sweaty if it's like some really high up thing or i'm like holy shit i guess to me like if i know i'm really safe like a rope or zip lining i'm fine but when it comes to like something unstable and it's me having to work to like stabilize mm -hmm. i'm not okay i'm just yeah like, like i hate climbing on the roof that scares the shit out of me oh you hate the ladder yeah, yeah. this ladder is scary because it's not like but once you're on the roof you're fine right once i'm on the roof i'm fine but like the, it's the act of getting over that hump mm, yeah. and like climbing up it especially because the ladder just is on the cement so if anything were to happen, falling from that distance, like that could be pretty bad. Yeah. I did that once, shattered my entire calcaneus heel. So don't yeah, fall off a ladder. Allowed, you're not <laughs> allowed on ladders unless supervised. <laughs> what were shoes on? I think I did I it once know. without you. I'm pretty sure I did it once without you. You're not allowed to do that okay, ever Okay, I won't again. do that again. Oh, this is a good one. When a guy walks ahead of you and grabs your hands through a crowd and guides you through a crowd. When you introduce me right away as your girlfriend slash fiance. So I guess the last one I'll say <clears throat> that I find attractive, and this is also for people that I'm dating. I find it so attractive when the person I'm dating has a good relationship with my sisters or my mom or has a good rapport and they have their own relationship on the side. Mm -hmm. Like I find that so attractive. It's like a really? very strong quality in a woman. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I can try harder. Yeah. You probably could try harder. I feel like Jennifer and I text on the side and Andrew mm -hmm. and I will text once in a while. But yeah, you have a really good relationship with Andrew, which I find is adorable. But really? also I think it's a product of spending time with that sibling. Like when I think about my ex or other relationships, it's like, They've spent enough time around my mom, so it's way easier to have that relationship where you've only really been around my mom like a handful of times, yeah. which is crazy to think about. So it's harder to like build that rapport, but I do find it cute. Like if you're attractive, if you're like telling my mom things about me or like sending her <laughs> pictures or being I like, oh, do that. like, Matt, this, da, 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 like that's hot to me. Aw, I should do that. I, I do want a better relationship with your parents, but... It's so hard for me because I don't see them and I'm not much of a texter. So, yeah. yeah, but that's something I definitely want to work on as well. I would love that. But I absolutely love your family. I just love seeing them in person. <laughs> I'm just not a good texter. Yeah, <laughs> which Yeah, I'm really not. All right, guys. Um, So that is it with today's pod. If you have any more things you find attractive and guys or girls that are non-sexual please let us know down below we can't be the only ones and let me know if you relate about the forearms thing because i don't know i haven't heard that much i'm from sure girls. that's a, I, <laughs> I bet you that's a huge like turn on for girls um but yeah so we don't have a rotten report today but if you guys want make sure to send in your rotten confessions or am i rotten we'll have a google doc down below if you guys want to be a part of the pod but make sure to subscribe if you guys are new give us those five stars if you haven't already and we'll see you next tuesday next tuesday baby bye guys bye guys <laughs>